Hey, what's going on, everyone? So, going to do a Phillies podcast here. Um, and the Phillies have acquired catcher JT Realmuto from the Miami Marlins um, in exchange for our catcher, Jorge Alfaro. Uh, first, I'll go over these uh, guys we traded. Jorge Alfaro was a catcher for us. Uh, he started last year for them. I mean, he. He split time with Andrew Knapp, but Andrew Knapp's garbage. Jorge Alfaro actually has potential in this league. Um, he's got a cannon for an arm. Um, the problem with Jorge Alfaro is he strikes out a bit too much, and his offense just isn't there. I think it can be, though. You know, I'm a fan of Alfaro, and I think the Marlins got a pretty decent catcher here, but he's not even close to Real Muto, you know? So obviously the Marlins wanted more. So we traded our best prospect, not just our best pitching prospect, but our best prospect in Sixto Sanchez. Um, the problem with, and I think again, here, here we go. The problem with Sixto Sanchez is injury, uh, injuries, you know, his injury history, you know, last year, you know, he's got this, uh, elbow, uh, issue, um, he missed a lot of last year because of it. Um, and, but he's got a lot of potential. He can throw a hundred miles per hour. He's for, for, uh, he's only, I believe 20 years old for his age on what he can do right now. is pretty impressive. That's why it was so rough to give up. I'm sure the Phillies were not sure if they should do it or not, but they ended up pulling the trigger on it because they're ready to win now. They're ready to win now. Uh, quoted from our GM, Matt Klintak. When asked about this trade, he said, I think this shows that the Philadelphia Phillies are ready to win now. And it could also bring in a potential free agent. Uh, Bryce Harper is a huge fan of Real Muto. He wanted to play with him for years. Um, He put a Nationals hat on him at the All-Star game as a joke. Uh, So again, that could definitely, uh, in the end, money is going to be what is the uh, the main decision factor for Bryce Harper. But I'll tell you what right now, it does not hurt to have Real Muto on this roster. Harper can look at that, and maybe it'd make him want to sign uh, faster. Maybe he's, like, let's say it's true that Harper doesn't want to be here. Uh, maybe a guy like Real Muto on the team will push his decision um, maybe a little easier to be okay with joining the Phillies. You know, stop looking for other teams to get in the mix. Maybe it's time I'll commit to the Phillies. So obviously, I think acquiring a guy like Real Muto not only helps your team out a huge amount, but it could also help you this offseason get a guy like Harper, for sure. Um, And I'll tell you what, it sucks losing Jorge Alfaro and Sixto Sanchez, but for the Phillies fans that are like, oh my God, you know, Sixto's going to be a beast for the Marlins, there's a good chance that happens. But don't you think Real Muto... Don't you think he's going to be a beast for us too? Like, who cares if Sixto is a beast for the Marlins? He probably will be, but we know for sure JT is going to be a beast for the um, for the Phillies. You know, he's a catcher that is the best hitting catcher in baseball. Like this guy bats three hundred at catcher. You don't see that very often. Of course, the Phillies were going to pull the trigger. Probably was not easy to do it, especially with Sixto in the deal, but. Of course they were going to pull the trigger. So if you ask me who do I think won this trade, this is one of those rare times where I think neither team really won the trade. The Marlins are not competing. They have no need for Real Muto. They got prospects with a potential big upside. And the Phillies, they're trying to win now. And they got a guy that can help them win now. So I don't think we robbed the Marlins. And I don't think the Marlins robbed us. I think it is a mutual deal here that helps both parties 
Uh, Marlins, who are rebuilding, they want some future pieces and prospects. And the Phillies, like I said, they're trying to win now, and it helps them potentially lure in a free agent or two. Um, So I don't think anyone really won this trade. I think the Phillies are probably happier about this than the Marlins are because the Marlins, I mean, yeah, the Marlins, uh, you know, got two solid prospects, but they got rid of their best player. That That's always got to suck. Um, a guy that was respected highly uh, from that organization or in that organization. So, yeah, it, it, it's probably a tough for both teams to pull the trigger, but I think both are very satisfied right now. Um, and, yeah, the Phillies now have acquired Gene Segura in a trade. They acquired JT Realmuto in a trade. They have acquired uh, Andrew McCutcheon in free agency. They have acquired David Robertson in free agency, a closer. At, we really needed a closer, and I think we got a good one here in Robertson. Um, and, again, I don't think Phillies fans are really understanding how much of impact guys Gene Segura and David Robertson can be for the Phillies. Let's not forget why the Phillies were losing so many games last year first of all, our closer is not really stepping up to what they need to be. And, you know, we lost a lot of games in the eighth and the ninth inning because our closers couldn't get it done when guys like Aaron Nola were just balling. And two, we need consistent hitters, not guys that are going to strike out or, you know, bat th- 400 one month and then bat like 180 the next month. Gene Segura gives you a balance of a consistent hitter that has all-star potential. He's been an all-star shortstop. Um, his defense isn't, you know, he's not top tier defense, but it's good enough. And, you know, who cares? He fills a hole of, we needed a shortstop. And not only that, like I said, he's a consistent hitter. We needed someone like that, that can bat in the two hole. Uh, Maybe you want to bat him in the, you know, I don't know where they're going to bat him. I could see maybe the three hole sometimes, maybe they'll bat him lead off sometimes. Um, If I had to guess, looking at this roster right now, if I was Kapler opening day, I think my lineup would look something like uh, either probably I'll go Gene Segura leading off I'll go um, let's see uh, you know what I'll do here I'm gonna actually I'd probably put Real Muto at one the catcher which is very rare to have a catcher uh, leading off for you but the Marlins did do that then I'd have Segura in the two hole Um, if we get Bryce Harper I'd have him in the three hole obviously that hasn't happened but if it does happen that's where I'd put him because I imagine we're not done. Even if we don't get Harper, I, I, th- I assume we're going to at least get Machado if we're not getting Harper, you know. So either Machado or Harper in the three-hole. And at the four-hole, I'd go Hoskins. At the fifth hole, I'd go uh, probably McCutcheon. And then you can mix and match from there. You want Herrera? Do you want Hernandez? Uh, do you want Hernandez maybe batting ninth? Put the pitcher at eighth? There's a lot of stuff this Phillies lineup can do. And it's only going to get better with adding a Harper or a Machado. Uh, which I do think they're going to do. I think most people around the league think they're going to do. Uh, Bob Nightingale from USA Today said earlier this morning that the White Sox are sitting on their offer for Manny Machado. They lead for Machado, and the Phillies are sitting on their offer for Harper, and they lead for Harper. So he thinks for sure the White Sox get Machado and the Phillies get Harper. I know I talked about this in my last podcast, but not much has changed. That's kind of been the same thing. Obviously, teams like the Giants and the Padres are in on Harper, but how seriously? I don't know. And by the way, the Padres were in the mix for Real Muto. They wanted to get him to maybe persuade Harper to them. We took Real Muto. I think I, I just think it's lining up to Harper to the Phillies, and I've said this before. I just think it's a very likely fit. And another thing is we need a lefty, you know, 
uh, and I can't stress that enough. Matt Klintak probably can't stress that enough. He talked about balance back at the winter meetings. You know, we need a lefty. Um, our best lefty right now is a Dubal Herrera, and he is a very, I mean, he's inconsistent as can be. I think Herrera will have a decent year this season, but again, we need, we have no one who can hit for some pop at, that's a lefty. We don't. Um, so we'll see where it goes, but I don't think the Phillies are done trading yet either. I think, you know, Michael Franco is a guy they have been very low on, um, and I, there's been some reports earlier that you can tell that they're low on Franco I think Franco you know he added a leg kick to his swing so if we end up keeping Franco I don't mind it give him another season you know I really don't I'd rather move on but if we gave him another chance I'm not going to be like oh what the hell you know we have Franco still that's embarrassing I'll give him another chance well the Phillies though I don't think so I think they're going to try to move him to a team um We'll see where, though. Maybe the Padres would be interested in him. I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, Cesar Hernandez, I think, is going to stay put. He's our one switch hitter that we have. That He's a guy that can also bat leadoff for you. He can bat in the nine hole. Obviously, he's balanced against righties, balanced against lefties. Nothing spectacular, but he's not bad. He's not a bad player to have on your roster. So I, I imagine we keep him, although he's been brought up in plenty of trades over the last, like, two years. But he's still here, and I think he'll survive another offseason on the Phillies. Um, you know, I think we could use another starter. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I Obviously, I think Pavetta is going to be um, a top three guy uh, with Arietta and Nola. Um, we will see what we do with Jared Eikhoff. Um I'm assuming that he's healthy enough to maybe get back into the rotation uh, we haven't moved on from him. We'll see what he can do. Um, and then obviously we still have Vince Velasquez, who, by the way, changed his number, I believe, from to 21 from 28 for an unknown reason. We don't know why he changed his number. We still don't know. Hopefully we find that out soon. It's just a weird time to change your number. Anyway, um, catchers and pitchers report very soon, and that was one of the biggest reasons why the Phillies and the Marlins were in a hurry to get that real Muto trade finished. So baseball is right around the corner. Uh, and I'm excited for it. Hopefully, my next podcast can be about Harper on the Phillies, but if I had to guess, I think he signs early March, maybe March 5th. That's my guess, and I do think it still it will be to the Phillies. I don't want to make you know every podcast about Bryce Harper, but the truth is nothing new has really gone on with those two, with Harper and Machado. It's been the same thing, so we'll see where it goes, hopefully in our favor. Um, obviously, I'd like to land both. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, if I was the Phillies, I'd offer Harper like a 10-year deal, and then I'd offer Machado like a two-year deal, let maybe Machado get his value up. You end up getting both, but you only commit to one of the guys. So, you know, the front office isn't like, oh my God, we just handed out like two 10-year deals. Like, no, you know, you, you commit to one and you get one short-term. And I, I mean, if you get both of those guys with Real Muto, which the Phillies can afford, especially short-term on Machado, they can win the World Series. I think they still can even without Machado. As long as they get Harper and put him in that lineup, it's a, it's just a great lineup. It's a, it's becoming a great team. It's been a great winter, and Phillies fans should be very excited. I know we're all on on edge trying to come on, come on, yeah, come on, Phillies, get Harper and Machado. We're waiting on that, despite of all the moves they've done. But I do think it's going to happen. So rest easy on that. I do think it will eventually happen. Just give it time and let it happen. 
Um, so yeah, that's going to be end, the end of this podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you next time.